and welcome to CausePods. I'm your host, Matthew Passy. Here at CausePods, we have one simple mission, to highlight the amazing folks who are using podcasts as a way to raise awareness for good causes and make the world a better place, whether it's in their own local community or they're taking on global issues. Please visit us at causepods.org where you can learn about our guest show, their favorite charitable cause, join our Facebook group with resources for cause-based podcasters, and find a link where you yourself could be a guest here on CausePods. Again, that's all at causepods.org. Hey, everyone, really excited for our guest for tonight's show. But before we get started, I want to let you know the name of this show is Explicit in Nature. We agree with the sentiment. We agree with the message of the name of the show. But it is a four-letter word. So if you are listening to the show with children or if curse words offend you, This might not be the best episode to listen to. However, if you can look past that and enjoy a really smart, intelligent conversation on mental health, mental health issues and the stigma around it, I would encourage you to stick around and not let the name of the show bother you. So with that being said, we are very excited to be taking you down to Austin, Texas tonight, where we are chatting with Lauren Michelle. She is the host and creator of the Fuck Depression podcast. Yes, you heard that correctly. That was the four-letter word we were talking about earlier. Learn more about it at fckdepressionpod.com. We'll have a link to the show in the show notes as well as at causepods.org. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us here on CausePods today. Well, thank you, Matthew, so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on your show and talk about fuck depression. Amen to that. And I'm assuming that one of the reasons why you decided to do a show like this is because either you yourself or someone you love is dealing with and struggling with mental health issues. So if you don't mind, like take us back a little bit, where does your connection to mental health issues come from? Absolutely. So I've been struggling with mental health issues probably as long as I can remember, but I wasn't diagnosed until I was 25. I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder and major anxiety distress. Since then, I've been in treatment and therapy on medications. And one of the things that kept me from going to get help for so long was because growing up, there was such a stigma around it, such a people made it seem like such a big deal if you had mental health or if you went to therapy, it was like this big scary thing. And what I realized when I started getting into treatment and talking to people openly about it is that it's so much more common and it's so much more manageable than people realize. When you say it's always been stigmatized, is that was that in your family? Was that in your community? Do you think that's just society at large? Is it a little bit of everything? I think it's a little bit of everything. For me, my family, definitely, it was stigmatized. It still kind of is. And also the community that I grew up in. I grew up in a religious community, and that was kind of a, a touchy subject with them. I can imagine it might come up that way in, in many situations. So with your relationship to mental health and with your, you know, ongoing taking control of what you're doing, what made you want to get into podcasting to talk about it? It actually started with a meetup group, uh, meetup.com. And I started a group because I couldn't find one 
to talk about issues with people. And I thought I was going to start this meetup group and I was going to reach maybe 100 people total ever. And my meetup group blew up and I've got about 1,700 people in Austin that are a member of the meetup group. And when I got to a point where I was transitioning careers, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity while I've got the time to go ahead and start a podcast so I can reach outside of my little bubble in Austin to now we have listeners all over the world. That is awesome to take something so localized and to create what is now a global effort. When you were thinking about actually getting into the podcast itself, like what was it about this medium that made you think this would be a great place to talk about mental health issues and work towards ending the stigma around them? I mean, I think podcasting and podcasts are just very accessible for people. It's a free thing that people can access on their phones at any time. For me, I love listening to podcasts, especially when I'm driving. And so I listen to a ton of podcasts. I feel like podcasts, the way that they're so conversational, it almost feels like you're talking to a friend in the car instead of having somebody just talk at you or talk like you're not there. It really feels like you're part of the conversation when it's a podcast. That's the exact same metaphor I always use with folks is to pretend that you're in the backseat of a car having a conversation and your listener is just the driver, you know, enjoying and taking part in it. What's been the biggest hurdles for you in terms of launching and sustaining a podcast, whether it's about the technical aspects of it or even just talking about the content itself? So at the beginning, it was definitely the technical aspects. We started not knowing anything. I was just like, let's do it. Let's just jump in. So I bought a $20 mic off Amazon and I didn't know how to edit. So if anybody does go find Fuck Depression and listen to the first episode, the audio is a little rough because we didn't quite know what we were doing. But since then, I've really learned a lot over the past year of doing this. We've upgraded our equipment. Obviously, I look a little more fancy than my $20 mic that I had a year ago. And so, yeah, the, the technical part, and especially having depression and anxiety myself, just getting on the microphone sometimes can be a little, you know, nerve-wracking, but I've come to really enjoy it. And knowing that I've had positive responses has made it so much easier to keep going and continue. I imagine like many of the folks that I talked to on the show that talking about your cause, talking about your mission is not only does it give you purpose, but it can be really cathartic. And I imagine specifically with mental health, that has got to be the case. Yeah, it is really nice to be able to talk about my experiences. And I just hope people could relate to it. I've gotten feedback that people can, but I really do enjoy getting to share that. And I realized that when I 
well, before I started the podcast during the meetup sessions, that that's really what people wanted was just a conversation and a casual conversation, not somebody lecturing at them, not therapists speaking at them, just a, a regular person who could relate to the same things that they're going through. How do you find your audience for this? I mean, I know you have the meetup, which obviously got you a nice base to start with, but what are you doing to grow the audience since then? That's kind of a rough question to answer. I am not the best at social media and I'm still trying to figure out how our numbers keep growing, but they do. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess then like, what are some things that you are trying or what are some new things that you're thinking about doing to, to grow the show moving forward? We do have a Patreon started that we are going to start putting some bonus episodes and content up on. It's not because I want to make a bunch of money, but cost, there is a cost to podcasting. And I would like to be able to also use my voice and through the podcast, be able to donate to some of the charities that we talk about on some of our episodes. So speaking of charities, let's talk about the one that you are highlighting. You are specifically bringing attention to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, AFSP.org. Of course, we'll have a link to them and a donate link in the show notes and at causepods.org. But what is it about AFSP in particular that, you know, this is one of the charities that you want to highlight on today's show? I'm really excited about the research they're doing and the the outreach that they're doing. Suicide is a really hard topic to talk about, and a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They are doing the work to try to help do the research and do the, the outreach to let people know the information that they're finding with that. Because the statistics for suicide in America are scary. I mean, worldwide, they're kind of scary, but it's the number one killer for people I believe it's ages 19 to 34 in the U.S. That is a really, really high number. And I imagine with everything going on in the world today that that uh, number is even rising more. Yes, I've been very concerned with everything that's going on with uh, the coronavirus. And I've seen articles to collaborate this, that it is causing a rise in mental health issues because a lot of what helps people most people, is that social connection that they have to their friends, families, colleagues. And right now we're missing pieces of that. So it is making it harder on depression and anxiety and other mental health disorders as well. Now, you said you were, you know, wanted to support some other charities. What are some of the other causes that you are wanting to support with your efforts here? So I've mentioned the Trevor Project. It's actually the one that I put on my personal birthday fundraiser this year. They support Black LGBTQ community with mental health concerns, which is something that gets overlooked a lot. It's a very marginalized group of people. And like the pandemic, obviously right now, another issue and cause that is being highlighted and emphasized, uh, you know, in the state of the world that we're living in. And so increased awareness, I think, is also leading to increased tensions and increased pressures on folks in that community. And so while we're working to make it better, it also feels like it's getting harder 
in in the short term. Absolutely. And as much as we can do to help support those people, I mean, the better. Just in general, everyone needs mental health support, but especially those people that, you know, there's additional things on top of just their mental health that they're dealing with right now. So I want to go back to the show itself. You know, you're doing this. You've got at the time that we're talking, I want to say there was about you know 25 ish episodes that you had posted. Um, you know, you talked about how you were just diving right into it and just getting started. But you've learned a lot along the way. You know, now that you've been doing this for about 25 episodes, what are some lessons you have learned that you would want to share with somebody else thinking about launching a podcast for a good cause? I think the best advice I can give is to just get started and to keep going. One of the hardest parts is to keep going because it takes a while to build an audience and that can be a little stressful at the beginning. I also, if you can afford it, go ahead and get the good equipment because <laughs> it'll help you a lot with the editing. I We managed with that little $20 mic, but if you can spend not a ton of money, less than $1,000, but if you can't afford that, just go ahead and do it from the beginning because it'll make your editing so much easier. Well, once again, we are talking about the, again, if you're just tuning into the middle of the podcast, which is hard to do, but you could be, this is an explicit term. We are talking about the Fuck Depression podcast. It is with our host and creator, Lauren Michelle. You can learn more about the show at fckdepressionpod.com. We'll have links to the website. We'll have links to the show directly on Apple, Google, Spotify, as well as the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, all the social networks where you can connect with Lauren and the show. And most importantly, because we are talking about mental health, because we are talking about suicide, as a reminder, if you are struggling, if you are you know, worried or you know, possible threat to yourself, please, please, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. We'll put the number in the show notes or just click on the link suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Lauren, we thank you so much for taking time to talk about your show, and we hope that you will continue to fight to end the stigma around mental health so that everybody can be happy and comfortable and not be afraid to seek the help that, honestly, we, we should all be seeking. We should all be doing some sort of work on our mental health the same way we do on our physical health. Absolutely. That's the biggest advice I give to everyone is to go seek therapy because it is so helpful. But thank you so much, Matthew, for having me on the show. I'm so excited to have been able to have this opportunity with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cause Pods. If you've been inspired by the work of our guest, Please check out the show notes to this episode in your podcasting app or at causepods.org. There you will find links to their show, their website, their podcast links on Apple, Google, Spotify, as well as a link to support the charity that they highlighted here in this episode. You will also find at causepods.org a way to subscribe to this show on your favorite podcasting app, how to sign up to be a guest on this show, and a link to our Facebook group, which is going to have special resources just for the folks who are podcasting for a good cause. And I can tell you right now, we've got one great deal from our friends at PodPage, but you're only going to learn about it and get that special deal if you are a member of the Facebook group 
for CosePods. And before I go, I should say thank you in particular. The show is edited and produced by Ben Kiloy of the Military Veteran Dads podcast and what a great job he has done. And all this is made possible because of the great support that I receive from Shannon Rojas here at thepodcastconsultant.com. Once again, if you want to learn more, go to causepods.org. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time on CosePods. Pods.